Welcome to the Nikki Rich Show, the hottest radio station on the planet, broadcasting live out of sunny California. I'm your host, Miss Nikki Rich, and we are your premier source for entertainment, live streaming interviews, music, utilizing media marketing tools, and promotional strategies, and helping others build brands through our social media platform. Welcome once again to the Nikki Rich Show. We are live right now on Blog Talk Radio, on iHeartRadio, as well as Apple Podcasts. Yes, and we got a featured guest today. We're going to be talking with author Doris D. Bibbs. She is in the building, so we're going to be talking with her. And everybody that's tuned in, thank you so much. You can call in if you have any questions at 516-9525612, or you can call in at 516-666-8294. Again, 516-666-8294. Guys, we're going to go ahead and get the show started. Now, I do want to let you know, real quickly, we're on social media, so we're tweeting, we're sharing on Facebook, so definitely, guys, follow us along at Nikki Rich Show TV, as well as at Miss Nikki Rich California. I know it's hot. <laughs> I know it's hot right now, but can be, you know, we can stand it. So definitely tell your friends and your family that the Nikki Rich Show is on. Right now, I'm excited to bring in our featured guest, the one and only Miss Doris Devin. Welcome to the Nikki Rich Show. How are you doing? Miss Doris, you there? Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Good. It's such an honor to have you here today. Yes, it is a wonderful pleasure for me as well. 
Yes, I'm so excited, you know, to be here. This is the ending of our virtual book tour, and we're going to be talking uh-huh. about breaking the glass cage. Yes. So I'm yes. so honored to have yes, you here today. <laughs> yes, this, this was such a very emotional book for me to write, but mm-hmm. I stuck in God's help. Yes. Now, how did you even get into writing? You know, what made you say, hey, it's something I really want to do? So what made you first realize you wanted to write? I was in high school, and it it was during the time that my mother had been hospitalized, and I wanted to write something special to her because she was going to do something to me because I told the doctor what was going on with her. So... Mm -hmm. I just put a comment out there, waiting and watching, watching and waiting. That's all I could think of at the time. But my my writing started from that day. Wow. That is truly amazing. I mean, and since then, you've been making it happen, and you have put yes. that pen to work. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Like I said, I mean, it took some time for me to write the book, but once I started, it all came together, and I just, you know, I was just glorified. Yes. Now, to anybody out there that's tuned in, where are you based out of? I'm in Georgia, and um, let's see, where exactly am I? Loganville, Georgia. Okay. Awesome. Yes, I'm from down south as well. You know, this that you know, being I'm from South Carolina, but I live in California now, so I miss that. You know, that southern. <laughs> you just be yes, here I'm totally from South different. Carolina too. Yeah, Columbia, well, South Carolina. Yeah. Okay, I'm from Seneca, South yeah. Carolina. It's the upstate. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's but, a joyous time for me. Yes, it's so good, you know, to have people from South Carolina. You know, we have so much talent out there, you know, so much talent. And just to have you on today, like I said, that is awesome, you know. And, you know, being a writer, it it takes a lot, you know, out of you, you know, just writing. It could be like, oh, my goodness, you got to be in the zone. (laughs) You got to get in your your element. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, don't let nobody knock on the de- the bedroom door because um, that's an interruption. Yeah. Now, how did you come up with the title, Breaking the Glass Cage? The situation was that I, did, I didn't have a title for my book at all, not until I finished mm-hmm. writing. When I finished writing, I, this the Breaking the Glass Cage just popped into my mind. And I was like, okay, that's what I'll name it, Breaking the Glass Cage. Yes. I love it. You know, I love that as well. Now, the the concept, you know, is amazing. Now, was it hard making the cover of your book? Was it hard coming up with that? Because, I mean, I couldn't even, it, it's sometimes, it's, it's very difficult being the author and coming up with, okay, I want this. This is going to go everywhere. So was it hard to okay. make that cover? 
I was not in the decision of how they were, was going to come out with the cover. It was just something that they did, so I accepted that. Awesome. Now tell us, yes. what is the most, you know, I would say, daring thing to your heart in writing this book? Because it it can get very emotional when you're writing. So what what touches you so much? You know, when writing this, my mother, my mother was uh, diagnosed as paranoid schizophrenic, and this was something that haunted us all of our life to see the things that she would go through um, just to to satisfy herself. Mm-hmm. So, my my first. Uh, point that I can remember was when we were living on Gaston Street and I came home from school oh my goodness we my brother was already looking for well he wasn't looking for anything but mom had fixed us cornbread with cheese and I'm like I don't like cheese why is she giving this to me but in mm-hmm. but in the in the in the um middle of that she had thrown all the furniture in the middle of the floor I mean just furniture she had some um it was right before um what is that oh february looking for a valentine's i mean not not valentine's card but whatever she was looking for for us to go and pass them out in the neighborhood and when we did that it was one of the neighbors that said i'm supposed to come into her home because my sister had already set to pick us up and knowing that mom wasn't going to be all together. So we was there for a couple of hours and waited for my sister to come get us, me and my brother. So that's how it started from, from my memory anyway. You know, I mean, there were some things I did have to ask about, mm-hmm. but in any, any rate, all of it was, it was just on point. It was just on point. Now, I know that we all, you know, have faced things in life, challenges, you know, or anything, you know, that we've gone through while we're, you know, working or just going through the process of life, period. So what are some of the challenges that you have to face, you know, and pick pick yourself back up, you know, and just, Keep pushing. What are some of the things that you face while, you know, just going through this thing called life? It was it was horrible for me at times and I'm sure for my brothers and sisters as well. But it was just something that I know I had to be brave enough to face. And for me it it, it was like I'm learning my mother. She wasn't always this way. But I'm thinking every three years she would go into contact of whatever, you know, and she would display it ho- however she wanted to. I'm telling you, my mom was always together when she was when she was on her medication and doing everything that she knew what a mother was supposed to do. But when those days came where she was off, it was terrible. It was terrible. 
I mean, it didn't make a difference whether I I cried about it or not, but it was painful. It was. She would say things that could be possibly true. The doctor's giving her more medication than she needed, and I'm not going to take it anymore, you know. I'm not taking this medicine anymore. But the thing of it was that she, I, I don't know if she was learning herself or what, what was going on, but once she once she got to the hospital and she saw the doctor and whatever, and, and, and most of the times it would be a 30-day period that she would be in the hospital getting herself back together. Wow. And the thing about it is each of us do. We, on you know, different occasions, we have came in contact or know anybody who has had, you know, abnormal behaviors or, you know, mental disorders or schizophrenia or anything, any signs, you know, of those nature. We have ran across or just people in our family in general, like you said, you know, and it's sometimes, you know, people think they try to, I would say, push it away, like in the back of their minds or, this is not happening or what have you, but it's real, you know, and we yeah. sometimes yeah, that's don't what you even talk yourself. about it. Yeah, that's what, you, that's what you wind up telling yourself, but deep down inside mm-hmm. you know it's for real. Yes, and and I'm glad yeah. that now people are being more open, telling their stories, you know, they're able to talk about it because it's therapeutic, yeah. especially when writing Absolutely. it down, it, it becomes therapeutic. Absolutely. And I know for me it was it was a great situation because the older I became, the more I understood. Because I would look up um, information on mental illness for mm-hmm. me because, you know, it, it's not that I could sit and explain it to my brother or my sister but I knew what it was doing for me. Mm-hmm. I knew that my mom wouldn't, she wouldn't be continuously this way, but the way that the doctor explained it, that the more she has these these situations, the less she's going to be able to come back to herself. But I've seen my yeah. mom come back to herself in her last days. My mother died when she was 101, and she was... Wow such a wonderful person to me, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just saying I really love my mom, even though she's gone. I really love her because she understood a lot more than what, what can I say, my father knew, but he was in the um, the military, the um, um, army, and mm-hmm. there were so many things she would take and when we was coming, I can't remember what state we were coming from at that time, but we was coming to South Carolina, and we had to drive through the mountains, and my mom had my father to pull over because he was afraid, so she drove, you know, and, uh-huh. and it's just like us children don't feel like there's anything wrong, but you can tell something's wrong because of the voice that my father carried and then the the urgency of my mom she just took the, the she just took the steering wheel and just came on into South Carolina but yeah she's she's a very 
a very she was a very a very um per, a very good person from her heart because even though there was something she was battling with she always came back to her children and we've learned so much from her and you've learned so much and now you're you have so many stories to tell you know from here on her story still lives on you know she might yes, not be yes, here but absolutely. her story still lives on yeah because i think she continued to have those breakdowns even after my father died and mm-hmm. we had all graduated from school she continued to have them like it seemed to me every three years so we learned to deal with it you know because my older sister she would say okay Darcy, it's your turn everybody it seemed like every one of us took a turn in admitting our mother in the hospital because we were exposed to negative situations with mm-hmm. her outburst or her screaming for help or whatever you know and with that happening, I was I was so afraid to go into that hospital to tell on my mom. I told my sister, I said, I cannot tell on my mom. I can't do that to her. She said, but mm-hmm. you're going to. You're going to do it tomorrow. So I'm sitting there when the next day came. I'm sitting there crying. I think I was in the sixth grade, I think, or the fourth grade. I can't remember. But anyway, I'm sitting there crying and answering the questions that the doctor was questioning me. And I just explained to, you know, what she did. She she um, was so upset with me for whatever reason, I don't know. And the dress that I had on, she just ripped it off of me and tore the dress up. She said, now go on in the room and find something else to wear. And when I did that, I'm trying to find something else to wear. She slips and falls because she takes this pan and she urinates in it and she puts my dress in and I'm going to get rid of this because I'm not going to ever see it again. So she mm-hmm. rips it and put it in the in the oven and turn the oven on. And then I, when I hear her fall, she said, did you hear that? Did you hear that loud explosion? That was me. I fell and I hit and I hit the kitchen floor. But, I mean, you know, it's just see, different scenes as those that I was the one that seemed to be mo- more um, of an uh, audience for her because I was so close to my mom. I think we all were close to our mother, but she just she just did what she was, I guess, what she thought she had to do. Mm-hmm. Now, what message do you want the people to know, you know, in writing this book and just, you know, being able to tell everything that you went through, you, your your family that has gone through, what message do you want them to know? The message that I'm presented to, to the people is to let them know it can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, well, she's okay right now, but it did not hit her until I'm told she gave birth to me. When she gave birth to me, I think it was a year or two later, that's when she took sick. 
Oh, and wow. Yeah, so it's, it's uh, and everybody blamed me because I was the one that brought it on my mom. There wasn't anything that I intentionally did, but this was how it happened. So I just asked God to, okay, please allow me to write so I can tell my story um, about how my mom continued to deal with her illness, you know. Mm -hmm. And even though it wasn't anything happy about it, but by me writing the story, I asked my mom if it's if it's okay if I can write the story about her illness and she says, Sure, baby. Just as long as you know it's about me so you can let the world know and we still survive. Yes. I love it. Yes. That's so powerful. So powerful. Yeah, I yeah, I do intend to write the rest of her story because the, the the book that I have now is written with the fact of to my father being buried, mm-hmm. and at this at this point I had to stop because it was too much for me, <laughs> so I had yeah. to stop. I couldn't write that you know the book like I wanted to, but yeah. It's 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 um it's very endearing, but it's a story that people should know, because my mom is the only person that's dealing with that dealt with that, and there are mm-hmm. people that are dealing with the same situation today. So, to give them insight of what's going on in your life, what's going on in your mother's life, what's going on in your father's life, you have to have some kind of input. With them, you know, but yeah, yeah even with now, even with me talking to you it's 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 very touchy because you know I can't think about it without shedding a tear, yeah, but it is I know it is, yeah, yeah. now, where can they if anybody wanted to purchase your book? Or you know, um, where can they go to? Where where can they find it? Well, they can purchase the book from Amazon dot com. Uh, mm-hmm. They can go. They can um, probably purchase it from myself as well. But they can call my daughter, Europeana Mister, at six seven eight seven eight seven. Two five three eight. That's her phone number. Or they can call. I mean, I'm sorry, they cannot call me. They will have to contact <laughs> me by my. Con- I'm sorry. I said contact you by your daughter. <laughs> yeah, they can do that, or either contact me by my website, which is b i b b s d o r i s. 350 at gmail.com. And it's just one more thing I would like to share if if there's anyone that is interested in um, would like to be a part of my journey, I am currently looking for a PR person, also okay. someone who is able to proofread my new material 
as I birth out my additional novels. Everybody's so they can got all the contact information. Yeah, the contact information is my website, which is bibsdars350 at gmail.com, or my daughter, European Mister 678-787-2538. All right. Now, do you guys any quick shout-outs before we wind things down here today? Any thank yous or shout-outs to anybody? Well, I can only speak to everybody. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, even though I may not know you, if you read my book, you will know me then at that point. Because life is, is it seems like it's so treacherous, but it isn't. It's a learning experience. It's what we are doing. We're learning who we are so we can help somebody else learn who they are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Well, I'm going to tell you, I've enjoyed you here today on the Nikki Rich Show, and that's why we had to have you on to tell your story. It's it's just been so powerful, and, you know, just able just to, to talk about your story is truly amazing, and I'm glad you did it here on the Nikki Rich Show. And, you know, well, I thank you so um, much for my uh, invitation that you sent out to me. Yes, and and we welcome you back anytime. So I just want to thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Thank you for being our guest, and everybody definitely connect with Author Dorothy Biff. She has given out all her information. Um, it's all about networking, connecting, and if you are a PR out there, um, definitely reach out. Um, to Miss Doris or her daughter, she mentioned. And and thank you guys for listening in today. It's been amazing. And I want you to continue to listen to the Nikki Rich Show. We are on iHeartRadio. You can listen to the podcast after the show. Um, you can listen on blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Nikki Rich Show. Apple podcast. We're everywhere, guys, and the NikkiRidgeShow.com. This will be on our official website. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Nikki Rich Show. Here we put God first in everything we do. And we're going to wind things down by saying we wish you all the best, much love, and success. You're watching the Nikki Rich Show. Thank you. The number one house that be doing the most. Nicky rich, 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 rich. The number one house that be doing the most. Nicky rich, rich, rich. The number one house that be doing the most. Nicky rich, rich, rich.